Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Pemberley Podcast. It's It's kind of... It's the end. Okay, let me clarify. It is the last episode of us discussing the Lizzie Bennet Diaries chapter of the Pemberley podcast. Yes. Because we should mention, like, we want to do Emma Approved. Yeah. Uh, that's something that we're talking about details on. Uh, more on that later. But we're at the end of the li- I mean, yeah, this is actually what we set out to do. We're completing what we set out to do, which was to make a podcast covering all of the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. And oh man <laughs> it's like you I know like- i know it's been hitting you for a few weeks and yeah, months yeah, 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 but yeah. it's just hitting me <laughs> so oh like it's like whoa i it's like it's weird because it's like we're we are closing this chapter mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. podcast but it's like we're not closing the podcast yet because yeah, 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 so, yeah. i feel like we still have so much to talk about i feel like this is what we just do now i know <laughs> yeah like i don't know what it would be like if i didn't see you when we record these um that's a weird thing to think about <laughs> i like remember i remember when this at you first were incepted with this idea when i was like at your place that you were staying at at the time and we we're like i'm gonna reserve like the pemberley across all social media accounts yeah, and like, it's right. available it's available no but i remember it came to me in a text because we were both working at the time for bernie yeah and um we're not anymore not yeah both jig is up both of us don't work for him anymore <laughs> for like a long time yeah and um so i was like living in this sublet in yeah. brentwood i was living in the living room you guys <laughs> this is where we were at and I remember we were like talking about podcasts or something and you were like, what if we did a podcast about the Lizzie Bennett diaries? And I was like, that sounds like a fun thing to do. And like you came over to my place and we kind of recorded a really rudimentary a really episode. Rough it's pilot. still on my phone. Oh, it's really? Still on my, we recorded it on the phone and we like we didn't have any equipment yet. Should we insert like a small clip of it here? Yeah. Insert here. So maybe you and I can talk a little bit about ourselves yeah. and how we got interested in the Lizzie Bennett diaries because at the heart of it all we're just fans we're like just, anyone else we're just this is all about the fans it's all about the fans <laughs> we're just um, us so it's really yeah, all about it's us, all about us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was funny because you and i were thinking like okay and what do we say now and yeah say now? and what do we say now and so i think we made like two original demos just for ourselves yes, because yeah. the big thing with us was because we were working for bernie at the time we wanted him to okay it like we wanted to make sure that we it weren't... was like it was the the um per check yeah like like we didn't like, need his permission to do it like we anyone just wanted his blessing <laughs> we could be like two girls in iowa who yeah. were like doing this but because we worked for him it would have been weird if we had like carried on this podcast right, without telling not him. mentioned it <laughs> yeah because like we would we had this plan that we were gonna like reach out to the cast and the crew and the writers yeah and uh you know and we did we have been it was so funny because i was talking to a friend earlier who was like yeah, you were like so nervous to have people over. And I was oh. like, yeah, well, because, yeah, you and I, we can be very shy. Yeah. I, oh, man. I mean, yeah, if we talk about it, like the Julia Cho interview, which was our very first, first interview, interview, we were like pacing. We were like, is everything okay? Everything's clean. Oh, we my got goodness. snacks. We're good. snacks we got snacks. We are ready. And then, like, the buzzer went for your door. We're like, ah! We like, screamed. And then we're like, come in. And, like, I just moved in. So we had a card table. <laughs> and we, like, like, she was so chill. She, she was, was so, so nice. wonderful. And then, like, we did the interview. And then she left and we both just collapsed. We literally collapsed on the floor. On the floor. And we're like, yeah, I've got carpeting. And so it was yeah. soft. And it was like we did it we had julia cho in this apartment 
yeah. we're freaks. Yeah. And like we've since gotten much better. Yeah, it's like the buzzer goes off. We're like, oh, is that Ashley Clements? I guess. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, if she's listening, not not no, that we're not like, don't that care about you. She's not a big deal. It's our attitude toward like we've gotten more co- like this. I feel like this podcast has brought us a lot of confidence because yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we've I mean been in love with this series the whole time, and and it's nice to have an excuse to sort of have these people over and talk about how they became a part of it and like yeah. what it meant to them. Like that's really what this was always about, mm-hmm. and it was about sort of reinvigorating the fandom because it was like so much fun to be a part of everyone freaking out back in the day, and now we're here at the last episode yeah. over like way over like a year and a half I almost yeah we started in like September September 2016 2016. and here we are in April it's been over a year and a half and wow we've met so many people yeah and and you know we've had so many as you said like writers and cast members and you know we tried to have everyone on as we could and we we got everyone that we could you know and that's been a really great journey as well just to like get to know more people and learn from them just from the actors and the writers' perspective of this, of being in the series, involved with the series. So, yeah, overall, just a really great experience. I know. It's been fun. It's been a blast. It, it is an interesting journey if you think about it because we did go from, like, fans to interns mm-hmm. to work for Bernie and then kind of back to fans again. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I feel it's like, like a full circle journey. Honestly, I feel like I'm always just going to be a full-time fan yeah, of, yeah i mean like yeah. i'm fans of plenty of things other than the lizzie bennett diaries but like I, that's always going to be like my ultimate identifier in life yeah like, that's my identity is i'm just like this weird fangirl <laughs> so speaking of fandom yeah <laughs> There's actually this new YA novel I wanted to highlight that I did mention on Twitter. It's not coming out till September, but it's coming soon, guys. It's coming soon. (laughs) It is a remix of Pride and Prejudice by Evie Zaboy called Pride. And it centers on Zuri Benitez, a young woman with four wild sisters who's contending with a rapidly gentrifying Brooklyn neighborhood. When the wealthy Darcy family moves in across the street, Zuri wants nothing to do with the two teenage sons. But, you know, it's Pride and Prejudice, so eventually she's going to have to get to know them. <laughs> so. No, but that's actually a great... Pre- I mean, like, the whole point of Pride and Prejudice is finding new ways of right. reinventing the... It's reinventing the wheel, essentially. Yeah. This is clever. Like, gentrification is very big, very topical um, thing in our world yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. And I can totally see something like that happening. Like, I can see just, like, hating them because they're the r- new rich people who are moving in. Yeah, they're new, they're rich. It's funny because like there there's an excerpt in the article where it's like they're moving in and they're kind of looking across the street like what white kids are moving in right now yeah, and they're like yeah. trying to stay and they're like oh no they're not white and like it's always an interesting dynamic between the two families that'll I'm sure unfold sure so um kind of reminds me of the Netflix series she's gotta have it like yeah. Spike Lee's remaking his original 1986 version yeah so if you want to read an excerpt of that um We'll link this EW article and you can see the initial meeting between Zuri and Darius. All right. Should we do it? Should we get this? Have we delayed enough? Have we, like Lizzie, have we beat around the bush enough that we should get into talking about the last two episodes? So let's start then with episode 99, Future Talk, written by Jay Bushman. There's not a lot of episodes that don't start with Lizzie Bennett talking to the camera. But this is one of them, and it starts with William Darcy talking to the camera. Just being an awkward turtle, like, what do I say? What do I do? What do I do with my hands on camera? (laughs) What's a vlog? Yeah. (laughs) 
Is there a specific topic or? You're the one who wanted to hijack my video today. He's only been watching 98 of these and he's like finally learning how to vlog. Let's not play these games, Darcy. We know you've seen everything. <laughs> yes. Well, but I get it. Like he's not used to being on camera. He's much right. more comfortable being behind the scenes. So I get his awkwardness. Yeah. He announces what we've all been hoping for and that he and Lizzie have officially started a relationship together. I know. I like, I like that he said we have begun a relationship mm-hmm. instead of like we've started dating. We've, because yeah. I feel like dating implies they're still like trying to get a little bit figure each other out. Right. And I feel like the whole point of having any relationship with any human is about figuring them out. But they've begun a relationship and I feel like they're already exclusive. And they're already fighting. They're like play fighting. Like it's been a week. No, six days. A week. Six days. Oh, who cares? They love each other. Like gross, but I love you. (laughs) Yes. Like if it was anyone else, I'd be like, I hate you guys. This is like annoying. Please stop. (laughs) And I feel like he's gotten the honor of getting teased by the Bennett family and he got to see Mr. Bennett's trains. Yeah. I think this is, this would have been a funny conversation if you saw Bing and Jane. Like this is, this almost feels like a very Bing and Jane conversation of like, no, six days a week, six days. It's yeah. sort of like this very cutesy like conversation yeah. they're having. Oh, I like that they have that because you yeah. don't really think of Darcy and Lizzie as like the cute couple. They're like the, <laughs> I don't know. They're the like more the very serious. like serious grounded, like. Well, I, I think they think they're serious yes, and grounded. That, but, that's a thing. Like, but I can picture Jane and Bing being like, you hang up first. No, you, <laughs> no, you. Like, and they wouldn't do that, but like, right. they're totally but they're, doing they're that. They're doing that. I exactly. Know, I yeah. And well, you know, it's funny because in the last episode I mentioned the Lizzie Bennet Diaries could have ended here. Like, screw the last two episodes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean that, but like, I kind of like that. Was, I know that was my attitude. I know that's how I sounded. But you know what? These are more necessary than what I remember because mm-hmm. um, they do sort of dissect their relationship and they have some important quotes in there that was like in the original novel that mm. they kind of didn't have the chance to wrap up in 98 because there is... Like, you, when they get together, you're like, great, that's it. That's the end. And so yeah. I do like what they wrap up because they're like, you do get to see a window into what they're like as a couple. Because we've never seen that. We've yeah. seen them, like, awkwardly dance around each other, but we haven't seen them as a couple. No. And so I like that she's like, when did you know that you liked me? Because, like, let's not forget that most of these videos were her bashing him <laughs> and... We and it's because we assumed that he didn't like her, and so he's like, there wasn't really a moment. Yeah, there wasn't really a moment. There was. It's not like you did or said something that like changed my mind. I don't think there was one specific moment. I was in the middle before I knew that I'd begun. I think that's true across for any thing it's yeah. not usually like a specific sometimes there can be a specific moment where you're like oh that's yeah. what i like this person but sometimes it's just like and then you just have these feelings well yeah you sort of start realizing oh like this person is starting to take up a lot of real estate in my brain <laughs> like you sort of start to realize oh i used to think about other things and now i'm just thinking about this person yeah and it was the same for her he's like what about you and she's like samesies, samesies. <laughs> what was the line in the book is something along the lines of like it was like falling asleep like like, I didn't realize I was doing it, but I was. The line Darcy says is basically what he says in the book, which is, I cannot fix on the hour or the spot or the look or the words which laid the foundation. It is too long ago. I was in the middle before I knew that I had begun. That's really romantic. It is this conversation that they're even having in the book of like, so when did you know like, yeah. you liked me? What do you <laughs> like about me and when and how when, long? And when did you know? And he was like, and I mean, and like, it I think was. he gives a very real answer. 
He's like, I can't tell you, but I know it was happening. I'm like, Dura, like, I didn't know it was happening when it was happening. Yeah. And then there's this great jump cut. Well, because she... There's a very clever use of jump cut here in this episode. Well, because I love it. It's like part of the fangirl porn when like, she's like, yeah, same. I was just thinking about you all the time. She's like playing with the tie and then they like start to kiss and they pull apart. Her hair's all messed up. We know what you did. <laughs> we know what you did and we want to see it. <laughs> I think they have talked about that with like, People were asking, like, can you guys, like, give us that part of the episode? Just, like, release it. And, and they like, were like, oh, we didn't kiss We didn't even. actually kiss. <laughs> I think it's funny that, like, whenever Ashley talks about that kiss or whatever and, and Daniel talks about it, they're always like, ugh, we hate kissing each other. <laughs> like, we're <laughs> gross, it gross. Hurts. So, uh, yeah, at the end of this episode, then, there's a very interesting offer and proposal, if you will, that was made. Lizzie and Darcy are talking about their future because, mm. obviously, Lizzie right now is living temporarily at home. Darcy's life is still in San Francisco. What's going to happen? Are they going to do long distance? That whole thing. Basically, Lizzie's going to be graduating soon. So what is she going to be doing after college? That's a big question that should be on her mind. And it is. And she's kind of figured it out. But she gets this offer from Darcy to basically have like this full-time job at Pemberley Digital, having access to all the resources that the one this amazing company has, napping pods included. Mm-hmm. And she admitted, like, I swooned. I think yeah. it was a joke, but for me, I was dead serious. You yeah. can buy my love. I would set up an entire department around you. You could have access to state-of-the-art equipment. Not to mention you'd be in San Francisco with me. What do you say? So it's it's this big deal. Even though she responds pretty quickly, let's discuss how we would both respond to this interesting offer. So Darcy's proposal is essentially, um, how about when you graduate, you work at Pemberley Digital and uh, you're going to (laughs) be so cool and we're going to see each other all the time. Like, would you take the offer to have an entire department built around you and you get to see your boyfriend every day at work and have this amazing life at this amazing company that he's built and like be a part of his life? Yikes. I mean, <laughs> that's that's a question, mm-hmm. you know? I think my initial reaction would also be kind of like Lizzie's of like, I wouldn't just want to be handed that, yeah. right? Yeah. Just right out of the blue. Of feeling like I've worked hard throughout my, mm-hmm. you know, undergrad and for Lizzie, her grad, and she wants to really make something of herself. She doesn't want, just want to be handed this opportunity which is of course is exactly what she's wanting what she's looking mm-hmm. for and like that's why darcy's offering that specific role to her but it's like she wants to be able to prove that she can do this on her own too and you know i would want to feel like i'm not just being handed a uh, like just like this card of like hey here you go there's everything set out for you even though i'm sure like my mom would be like, why wouldn't you? Do yeah, that? <laughs> I think my parents would try and talk me into taking it They're too. Like, like, obviously he wouldn't make a bad business investment, so you did earn it. Well, so he's serious about the relationship. He wants to offer you a job. What's wrong here? Know, he's perfect. Yeah. Where are the grandkids? <laughs> but, um... How about you? That'd be a tough one for me too, because, like, I feel like I would sort of do the same thing as Lizzie. Just, like, it's hard to say no to an offer like that. Like your favorite person in the world, the man of your dreams is like, how about I give you everything you ever wanted? How do you say no to that? Money, power, love. Money, power, love. And and you earned it. So, uh, (laughs) and you earned it. And like, like that's so hard to say no to, but like, I don't know. Maybe it's the independent woman thing. I'd be like, no, I I couldn't. I would just, I would feel the same way. I'd be like, I don't know if it'd be so much out of fear that I like didn't earn it. It's just that I'd be like, this isn't how it's supposed to be. I don't like, I I just don't 
I'd be like, it's supposed to be like I'm I'm supposed to find my own I, thing. Yeah. And it's like you're finding it for me. Yes. And I don't know how I... It would terrify me to have everything I own attached to one person, you know? Because oh, like, yeah. thing, I, I would, you know, what if they broke up? She, he'd still be her boss. Yeah. She'd, and I mean, like, I don't think he'd take that away from her. But it's like, you know, you don't get that. You, you can't allow yourself to get used to special treatment right yeah. off the bat. So, like, I think it's a smart decision because you're, like, setting yourself up to be a kept woman. No, I mean, she's figuring out exactly what her job path is going to be. And she's figuring out what this relationship is going to be. And if you kind of mesh those things together, that's a very tricky thing to navigate. Yeah. So she does want to, she's very, very, I think she's making a smart decision. I agree. And keeping these two things separate for mm-hmm. the time being, you know? I agree. Whether or not, like, she does become successful enough where like Darcy buys out her company too and like <laughs> gets folded into Pemberley Digital that's a whole mm-hmm. other thing mm-hmm. but like that's because she earned it and yeah. like that's because well again she's talented and she's built up these diaries to a great place but you know she wants to try doing her own thing and especially given the fact that she's had investors reach out to her like that's a yeah. great sign that she's doing something right and she's on a good path it's like easier to say yes in the short term to an offer like darcy's yeah but i think for the long run it's better to say no like, and try and build something of your own if her diaries weren't successful and like okay so let's flip this then yeah if her diaries weren't successful and she had no offers and like she didn't really know what you were gonna do like is that still an enticing offer or you're just like no i'm just gonna still figure it out i guess I don't know. I think you just still figure it out. Yeah, I think that's, Which, that's what all of life is. Yeah, all of exactly. life is just figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I think she made a smart decision. And I think, I mean, it's interesting. I think he was kind of hurt at the beginning when she's like, no, because like he's a very generous person and he wants to yeah. provide for her. And he's like, oh my gosh, she's saying no. She doesn't need me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she's like, no, I do like need you emotionally, but like I can't have you giving me jobs. You know. That's an interesting thing because, like, Caroline would probably be like, yeah, this makes sense because we're combining our empires under one name, under one company, and this mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. But Lizzie's like, no, I want to, you know, try to build my own empire. I feel like Darcy should also be reminded that she's not, like, with him for money. Like, I don't know anything right. about Darcy's previous, like, I would, like, love to know, like, the women that Darcy's <laughs> dated over the years because yeah. I don't think he's just been single this whole time. But I'm sure he's had women interested in him just for his, you know, resources, just for his, like, money and, like, the status thing, you know? Freaking, that's why Caroline was chasing him since they were in preschool or something. I think of uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, you yeah. know? He had many public relationships. He's had romances. Let's not pretend this is, like, the first girlfriend he's ever <laughs> no, had. Not at he's all. been around and around <laughs> and around. <Okay. laughs> There's like there's definitely a YouTube video I've not seen that like details every relationship he's had. There's um, a freaking YouTube video of him ro- like roaming around naked yeah. in a Las oh, Vegas yeah. hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the implication between. I mean, my- <laughs> but like people. You know, people were definitely like, oh, you know, I want to be a princess. Or like, yeah. they, you know, he's an attractive guy, too. Yeah. And there's the power aspect that people are chasing. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, an American woman won. And- yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, not that it's a competition or anything, but like, we're taking over. We won. Yep, we totally <laughs> won. Like, you know what I love about her? She's so, like, not who you would expect to be it. Like, yeah. first of all, this isn't like a Grace Kelly situation. Like, Grace Kelly... Who, like, was famously, like, the princess of Monaco or yes. whatever. Like, she was a movie star. And he was, like, Prince Renier was, like, oh, I want the best. And so he married, like, what you would expect. Yeah. She's, like, so not what you would expect. First of all, she's not even, like, a huge actress. No, she's got no. suits and that, end of list. That, that's it, yeah. But, like, 
she's like she's older than him she's been divorced yeah she's like a woman of color like mm-hmm. that's something that you really don't ever see literally like, like in every the royal family one of his past girlfriends are like blonde women yeah and and then Meghan Markle comes in and she's like this wonderful like activist and humanitarian and mm-hmm. she's doing all these great things in the world and like since like age five or something she's like talking about world peace and yeah, like all that yeah. kind of stuff she's so great you know, same with Darcy, even though, like, there's maybe a certain expectation of what kind of person he was going to end up with. Mm-hmm. And maybe Lizzie isn't that, but that's fine. Yeah. You know, they- Megan Markle is our Lizzie Bennett. She is. Oh it's my real gosh! life Pride and Prejudice. Love it. <gasps> oh, my God. Except I think they the- got along right away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The family expectations. Yeah. The, 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 um, the status, the power. Yeah, it's all mm-hmm. there. It's yeah, all there. It's all there. We just solved it. <laughs> <laughs> It's not episode 99. We're still on that. Let's Maybe we should move on. So actually, let's jump into episode 100 then. Oh man, 100. <sighs> this kills me. This wow. literally kills me. The End, written by Bernie Sue. That's the title says it all. It's the mm. end. We're just wrapping up any loose ends. I mean. Well, and actually you came up with a good point. Because essentially what happens is she's like, I, I'm ending at 100 because it feels like a good number. And I, I agree. Like, 100 is a good, yeah. solid good way round to end. round number. Yeah. Uh, that's like what you celebrate if you're on, like, a network TV show. Yeah. 100 episodes. Syndication. Um, <laughs> but we see Charlotte in this, and we also see Lydia in this. She's bounced back. And she's and just like, this to you now, then. 20 reasons why Lizzie Bennet is no longer perpetually single. What happened to the old list? Doesn't really apply anymore, does it? But you came up with a very, I think, good note about, because, I mean, I was saying, like, we don't need episodes 99, <laughs> We just need to Yeah, I mean. But, like, you came up with a great reason as to, like, why we still needed the episode. We, these episodes. These episodes, yes. I mean, the, the series starts with the sisters. The core of, you know, up until episode what, whatever VidCon is, 24-ish. Like, this whole series is just those three sisters and Charlotte. You know, mm-hmm. this is, that's the core of the series the sisters and the best friends that relationship and that's where we're ending we're ending with the wrapping up uh, with the sisters and the best friend like that's we're coming full circle back to the core of that the core of the series yes we're here for the the romantic relationship we're here for darcy we're here for the jane and bing and, and that whole thing but you still it's it speaks a lot to what actually is kind of the heart of the show and the heart of the show is like this relationship especially between lizzie and lydia that has developed so much over this series from where it began of like lizzie like really paying no attention to her little sister to really being like no i love spending time with her and getting to know her yeah that's a huge difference and like such a progression in their relationship darcy's not even in this last episode no he's he's not even he's probably flown back up he's just like in the next room just like watching her just like like i'm so proud of my girlfriend i'm so proud of her he's like i like to imagine he's like oh i get to call her my girlfriend now yeah my girlfriend (laughs) that's my my girlfriend come The John Mulaney reference. That is reference. 100% a John Mulaney reference. Uh, I'm actually reminded of this BBC series. Maybe it's on BBC. It's a UK series mm-hmm. um, called My Mad Fat Diary. And series one is like great television. You should all watch it. But it's basically this girl who's going through a lot of depression issues and kind of trying to reacclimate back into high school life, really, and trying to make friends. 
And there's certainly like this romance that starts to build up. Mm-hmm. And at the end of not, oh, I guess not to give it all away, but like there's a moment where like, yeah, the, the romance is like a big deal. But actually at the end, it's like it goes back to the therapy aspect. And they're like, oh, it's ending on this because that's this is actually what the show's about. This show is about her journey and her journey to like getting better. Yeah. And so like the same way with this, it's like, yes, we love the romance. We love that part of it. But actually this is about the, the, the girls and the sisters. I mean, and I feel like it's evidenced by the fact that the romance between Lizzie and Darcy was so little. It's it was so, such a it's small like a, percentage yeah. of the series. It's yeah. like, it was mostly, we had, like, had to listen for so long about how much she hated him. We didn't even <laughs> meet him until episode 60. 60. Like 60% of the series had no Darcy face. And even so, he's only been in a handful of episodes since then. I mean, that's like so much, you know, screenshots and, and GIFs and everything. It's it like was literally Darcy. like a, a shoulder touch here. Yeah. A brush there. A, like, we were oh, living for those here. moments yeah. because it's all we were given. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, so much of what was keeping them apart was the people in their lives yeah. and them caring about their opinions and thinking they were doing the right thing, etc. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that's just, it's been so crazy. I like that Lydia's also wearing colors again. You yeah, She's wearing this very bright pink shirt. She's and- back. She's Lydia again. She gets all like embarrassed, like, oh, you're my big sister, whatever. I'm like, oh, I love you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And then we also hear, I mean, to wrap up Charlotte as well, we hear that she's actually taking over Collins and Collins. Freaking heck, yes, she is. Because she's like a boss enough to like take over. So why not? I'm taking over Collins and Collins. I'll be running the company now. My C is now the big C at CNC. What's cool is uh, Ricky Collins is giving up his position of power for the woman he loves in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Who's real. <laughs> he's real. And he's like there now, like yeah. chopping wood. I don't know. Who knows? And <laughs> like maybe like hunting moose. I don't know. I don't know. Making maple syrup. I don't know what they do up there. But like Charlotte's freaking 24 years old, dropped out of grad school and is running this ish. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, different path from maybe what Lizzie wanted to do, but Charlotte's making it work. Well, and they reflect on that. They're like, holy crap, like, we started this together. This was our series, and... In her bedroom, you know? In her bedroom, and she, and, like, then Charlotte had to leave, and now Charlotte's taking over a company, and Lizzie's Lizzie's starting a company. Starting a company. And they're just, they're like, we've grown up, and I'm like, you have grown up! (laughs) (laughs) They've gone through so much over the course of this over this time period you know that's the end that's the end we still have to go over comments let's do that yeah jumping to the comments section where we read original youtube comments for the last time from when episodes first aired for the lizzie bennett diaries five years ago this point in time (laughs) for episode 99 sign for life says they're so adorable i can't understand oh so before i get into this comment there were a lot of comments talking about how clingy Lizzie was being during this episode. She they was always, being affectionate. Right. So they always see like, oh, Lizzie's like the strong, independent woman and she's being so clingy and so like, blah. So this comment is addressing that. I can't understand where people are getting her clinginess from. Seeing as though he is the one who looks at her like a lost puppy all the time, <laughs> they're just in the honeymoon phase and everybody acts like a dork in that. For Pete's sake, give them a chance. I agree. Like, everyone's an idiot when they first yeah. fall in love with someone like lizzie bennett is no exception yeah no she's like holding on to his touch she's like oh you're so pretty <laughs> so, I, like, I almost like i even asked you at one point i was like is she sitting on his lap yeah like, she, they look really like their shoulders are overlapping yeah it's been a week give them a break yeah geez. like geez, like they're crazy about each other 
And there's been so much tension. And yeah. They're just unaware. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Bexkey says, I love his delivery of that last line. We have to go. I love how comfortable and at ease he finally is. And I just love, love, love good character development. And I know I have Jane Austen to thank for Darcy and his journey, but seriously, bravo to DVG for such a wonderful portrayal. Golf clap for DVG. We love DVG. you. DVG. You're so handsome. <laughs> Samantha says, he's so proper when speaking and has a pocket watch and puts important dates in his calendar. Can Darcy just be real? I know, right? Like, it does royally piss me off that, like, <laughs> we've been given this guy and he's fictional. A pocket watch. A <laughs> calendar. <is> perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's those are like two very opposite things. Like having like an online calendar, like, okay, Lizzie graduates in six weeks. We've been in a relationship for six or seven days, like whatever. Yeah. And let me check my pocket watch yeah. for the time because I'm a train conductor in 1850. <laughs> uh, you Can't Kiss Ghost says, it's not even that she doesn't want to be the boss's girlfriend. I think she just really wants to make her own way in the world. She's incredibly independent and wants to earn her success rather than have it handed to her by her love. She wants to be as successful as Darcy, not ride the coattails of a success. I agree. Yes. That's very astute, very poignant way of saying it. Yep. We said it in much longer words. <laughs> well, we're the ones with the podcast. Yes. So if it takes a long time, it's going to take a long time. Whatever. Stop us. <laughs> Episode 100 comments. Gracie Robird says... It really gets better and better with each episode. I teach high school literature, and I'm considering incorporating it into my lessons the next time I teach Pride and Prejudice. I love how it really emphasizes the foibles of the main characters, rather than painting them as basically perfect. Darcy really is a snob, and Lizzie really is judgmental in this adaptation. And you get to watch them transform. It's wonderful. Yeah, like, also, people's flaws don't go away. You no. just learn to live with them. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about seeing them, like, every episode, especially Lizzie, every episode. You really see her, like, a tiny growth every Oh, yeah, I, I feel like you and I have, like, thrown Lizzie to the ground. And <laughs> yeah, we're like, what's right. wrong with her? <laughs> Lizzie, what's wrong with you? And now we're like, she's great. She's starting her own company. Yeah. Now, well, we're always ultimately, like, supportive. Yeah. But there have been moments where we're like, Lizzie, get it together. <laughs> Wasserlock66 says, thank you for doing this. It was amazing and I had to watch it through. So now it's the middle of the night. I should change my sleeping habits. And it was really, really <laughs> great. It's a great idea and I love the approach to bring Jane Austen to a new generation. And having watched this, it really made me want to read the book. Thanks. Nice. I know. It's More just a nice little, prejudice little, little thank you note in the comments. Yeah. The Tarnished Lemon says, best ending ever oh we didn't talk about that let's That's chat about true uh yeah and then like another in the next comment was anime latin nerd says yes i knew the mom had to show up so fun fact that was jenny powell it's yeah. funny because like they're like bye it's over and i even like made sobbing sounds to you and then i totally <laughs> forgot about this part where charlotte says you know what was unreal what lizzie what are you and dear charlotte doing in here it's uh jenny, jenny powell who's actually present there, but it's someone else's voice. Yeah. Uh, so that's funny. But yeah, you know, this entire time for over like a year or so, Mrs. Bennett has never walked in while they're recording I, a video. Well, they did in her room for a long yeah. time. So it's like inevitable. If they're doing so it now it's, it's finally happened at the very end. Yeah. And, you know, we'll never get to know whether or not Mrs. Bennett actually watched the videos or found out. That's what we're on our toes. And then you want to read the last comment? Uh, Para Who says, the sum of my feelings? No! All caps. All caps. It's perfect because it's the sum of my feelings. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I mean, I don't know how we should wrap this up. Me either. Should I read the last line of Pride and Prejudice? Please do. Please. Actually, I think that would be very poetic. That it would I be. I remember starting this series with the promise that I would be reading along, and I abandoned that <laughs> so quickly. I'll just read, yeah, basically like the last few sentences. Why not? With the Gartners, they were always on the most intimate terms. Darcy, as well as Elizabeth, really loved them, and they were both ever sensible of the warmest gratitude towards the persons who, by bringing her into Derbyshire, had been the means of uniting them. The end. They used the word gratitude. Gratitude and uniting them and the end. (laughs) My heart can't take it. I feel like, um, you know, in, in Finding Nemo, when the fish in the tank, they escape mm-hmm. and they're still in like their own bags and they're in the ocean. They're like, now what? Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where we're at right now. Like, we made it. <laughs> we didn't make it to the point that we thought that we'd make it. We <laughs> we're still... in the ocean, but we're in the bags. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> what do we do now? We're technically done. <laughs> yeah, but not done. No. So I guess the only thing to say is we wanted a lot of people have been asking us and by a lot i mean like three people have asked us are you (laughs) (laughs) what like are you gonna do i'm approved and yeah we want to but we want to take a little break because oh yeah (laughs) yeah because uh putting together this podcast is a lot of work and uh but we want to think of some new ideas you know because it's a new show and so we want to incorporate some different uh fun things yeah i'm actually gonna uh, um, this is actually news to you as well oh boy we're all hearing this live (laughs) Uh, i want to put together like a short survey just for listeners just to give us feedback because we want to we that's not a thing we've done (laughs) and uh why have we never done a survey before (laughs) even instagram has surveys we're gonna do it now (laughs) uh we're just gonna do a survey just to feel like you know, what you guys really love hearing about this show or what you would want to see or hear more of, more guests, more different things. So we'll be doing that. Um, Sounds nice. Yeah. We want to give the people what they want. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Do we have any final final thoughts about the Lizzie Bennett Diaries that we want to share? Any? I really don't think that like another web series is going to be made that has impacted me the way the Lizzie Bennett Diaries has. Because, yeah. I mean, I watched this as a college student And then I ended up, like, it it incentivized me. Like, I basically emailed Bernie for three years, like, can I work for you? And then finally it happened. And then you and I made this podcast and we sort of, uh, because we we always, like, wanted to work on a Pemberley digital project. And so that didn't really happen. It just really didn't pan out the way we thought it was. And and I just love that we've been doing this because it feels like we've been working on our own, like, we've been working on our favorite Pemberley digital project. And it's, it's been a great excuse to meet the people who have been a part of this yeah. because now they know who we are. I mean, it's like weird how I know so much about them and I feel like now they know something about me and yeah. I'm happy they know I exist. And uh, I'm just sort of happy to be a part of this, like such a big part of this community. Yeah, I think it speaks a lot to fandom in general. Like if you love something and you want to like just make something, just make it, you know? Because yeah. like really we just started with this microphone and we just kind of went with it and we kind of yeah. found our way, stumbling our way along yeah, 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 over yeah, this yeah. past year and a half and, you know, from the first interview to the la- the last one with uh, with Ashley Clements. Yeah. Uh, it's been such a journey and it's been so fun to make this podcast with I you, know. Jillian. It's been fun making it with you too, Yolanda. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, we love that you guys have all been listening this whole time. Yeah, thanks. You didn't have to. I know. Thanks so much to everyone who's ever listened, left a review, emailed us, WordPress, whatever, a tweet, anything. You it know? all means a lot it's, to us. It's really like literally any time that happens, we screenshot it and send it to each other at like the exact same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> email. Check the email. Did you just see this thing? Like, yes, I just saw. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a really, really fun journey. And, you know, we still have more to talk about with Emma Proof to come. Um, as Jillian mentioned, we'll, we'll take a small hiatus in between that time. Yeah. Um, but we'll be back. Don't worry. Or you haven't seen The Last of Us. Yeah. <laughs> well, dear listeners, until next time. My name is Jillian Davis. My name is Yolanda Rodriguez. Bye. Bye. <laughs>